Okay, guys, we're so glad you guys are with us today. Um, can you guys hear me okay back there? Okay, great. Awesome. Cool. Um, yeah, we are so glad you guys are here today. Uh, take uh, just a second just to say hello to the person next to you. I know some of you guys already know each other. Say hi. Hey, love being here with you guys. All right, so... Um, so first off, I just want to say thank you guys so much for attending our seminar today. We're so glad you're here. Uh, so my name is Eric, as you guys just heard, my wife, Brianna, over here. Uh, we're going to be walking through this with you guys today. Um, but yeah, we're just so excited to share ways God is, is planning to use students like you to reach your generation with the gospel. And it's our hope that, uh, that you'll be inspired by these stories to share your faith in your schools. Um, so, just by a show of hands, uh, where are all my public school students at? Woo! All right. Thanks. Glad you guys are here. Where are all my private school students at? All right. Awesome. All right. And then where are all my homeschool students at? Nice. You guys, God can use you in whatever setting you're in um, to, to make his name known amongst your peers and your friends and your family. So, in this workshop... Uh, we're going to show you how you can proclaim the gospel confidently and clearly. Uh, we're going to share one exciting opportunity to lead outreach at your school or wherever you're at. If you're homeschool, you can host an outreach night at your house. You can, I've seen it where they've invited 50, 60 students in. Um, and uh, we're going to give you three specific challenges to help you actually share your faith. Um, so by the end of this, you can walk away with practical training uh, to bring the gospel to your schools. Uh, so pull out those notes that we gave you guys in your little packet. There's an eight and a half by 11 sheet. Um, we're going to ask you guys to kind of fill those notes out as we go. So uh, to start this off, why, why is this so important in the first place? I'm sure you guys see all the, the sin and the pain and the brokenness that I was talking about in there uh, around your schools. Uh, and I want to hear from you guys right now, what are some of those problems that you're seeing uh, at school and in your friends' lives? Just yell it out, whatever you guys got. Identity crisis. Identity crisis. Write these down, too, when you guys hear them. Temptation. What else? What is that? Profanity. Profanity. That's a big one. Yeah. What else? Conforming. Ooh, yeah. Distant from God. Yeah. What else? Yeah, substance abuse, drugs and alcohol, that's a big one these days, guys. We're seeing that. Yeah, these are all problems that we're seeing in schools and that students are being faced with. You know, we're also seeing skyrocketing anxiety, broken families, depression, uh, even uh, lack of self-worth, and even attempted suicide. Like, it's so crazy and how, how crucial it is these days. Um, but yeah, all that we've shared um, are physical symptoms of a spiritual problem. So they need Jesus. And, and praise God that Jesus can set them free from their habitual sin and remove their shame and give them purpose and hope beyond the circumstances of this life. Um, some of you in this room have experienced the benefits of walking with Jesus, and we can give them that same good news to those in our lives. Um, so maybe, uh, maybe you guys want to make a difference but no, don't know how. Just know that you are not alone. Uh, we've helped students in over 500 schools proclaim their faith. Uh, so we can help you, and God can even use you. Um, so I'm going to have Bree come up and tell you just a couple inspirational stories on some students. Awesome. Well, we're super glad you guys are here. <clears throat> I'm going to tell you just about a couple students who actually 
took this charge and brought the gospel to their school. So there is a student named Jackson. He is from Chicago, from Richards High School. And he saw this problem and decided to stand up for Christ at his school. He became a decision point leader, and he started a Christian club at his school. Um, He learned how to share his faith, and then he decided to host a gospel outreach week on his campus. And over 270 students came throughout the week and heard about Jesus from dynamic speakers. They gave out free Chick-fil-A and other food throughout the week, free Bibles and gospel tracts, and dozens of students accepted Christ for the first time on campus at school or recommitted their lives to Jesus. Um, There's one student that came throughout the week, and his name is Muhammad. And Muhammad came day after day to the gym to this gospel rally and decided to give his life to Jesus. And Muhammad actually grew up in in a Muslim family, and he eventually said that week, I am not a Muslim anymore. I have decided to follow Jesus. And so now Muhammad is reading the Bible and has experienced the joy of knowing Jesus and the love of God that only comes through Christ. Um, So check out what Muhammad wrote recently on his social media, truly a life that has been changed. He said, God, thank you for making a way for me to have a relationship with you. Show me how I can spend intentional time with knowing you. In Jesus' name, amen. So this, this student is truly leaving behind um, what he grew up in, and his family has actually kind of disowned him for it. And so all that to say, if God can use a student like Jackson to bring the gospel to his school, then he can use you. And so you may be encouraged by this powerful story by, about Jackson, but you might be thinking, could I really do that? And not only can you do it, but the Lord is calling you. He's calling all of us and reminding us that he is with us. He gives us that promise. Um, there's a few, I think, scriptures that are coming up. And we, re- we receive three promises in scripture. And I can't really get into all the scripture for the sake of time. But three things that God promises us is that he is able to do far more than we can, Im- can even ask or imagine in Ephesians 3, he is with us. He tells us, go out and make disciples. And he says, and I will be with you to the very end of the age. And the third thing in 1 Timothy 4, God can use you even if you're young. It doesn't matter how old you are. God wants to use you. And he chooses to use you. Um, and so you, you might be able to see that the Lord is with you and has called us to proclaim the gospel. But you might think, yeah, but I'm not allowed to do this at school. Like, that's illegal, right? I can't talk about Jesus at school. Wrong. That is wrong. So we're going to tell you a little bit about your legal rights. You are protected legally to proclaim the gospel at your school. And so you guys can take notes on a couple things here. There are two laws that actually allow you to share your faith at school. And the first one is, you've probably heard of it, the First Amendment. This has not changed. It is the same as it has been. So the First Amendment, and the second thing is called the Equal Access Act. Now, the First Amendment is basically freedom of speech. And so when you're at school, this can happen really any time that your teacher is not teaching, that you're not sitting in class learning. So what this means is that You can openly talk about Jesus at school. You can pray, you can read the Bible, you can bring your Bible to school. 
You can pass out God's word. You can pass out anything with Christian material on it. Um, You can even wear clothes with Christian words or whatever Bible verses on it. Um, That's essentially what the First Amendment is. So that's really important that you guys know the First Amendment. The second is the Equal Access Act, which came out in 1984, I believe. And this basically means that Christian clubs must be treated equally to all other clubs on campus. How many have a Christian club at your school, especially those public school students? Awesome. So Christian clubs treated equally to other clubs. So this means that if any other club on campus can host events, can reserve rooms on campus, can hang up posters or pass out flyers, or invite guest speakers to campus, then the Christian club has to be allowed to do all of the same things. You guys will be treated equally as all of the clubs on campus. So those are the two laws, and now that you know that it's possible and that the law is truly on your side as a student, let's talk about what can you do. So for the rest of our time, we're going to dive into how you can actually share your faith. And my simple question to you is, what if God used you to reach your friends, your classmates, your school, and this whole generation. What if God used you? You're only in high school for four short years, right? And then, and then you're graduated, and you won't ever have this opportunity to go back and be a student where you have all of these legal rights. So what if God used you? So as you think about that, check out this video and see how God used students like you to bring the gospel to their entire school. Sharing the gospel at at Tienega is something I feel like to do because um, I really feel just this darkness at the school. I feel like just this light in in this dark room. It's hurting so bad, and students don't even know. They don't know how wonderful Jesus is, and that's what I hope to tell them and bring them the good news. I really want my peers to know just like the sacrifice that Jesus made for us and just how much God loves us and unconditionally because it's such like just a broken world and people feel so unloved and feel the need to um, just be fake and like gain people's favor by like following the crowd and there's something so much better if they just pursue Jesus and just give them hope in their lives. You may be the only Christian that they've talked to ever or that has really been intentional with them. It's really cool to see um, the fruits of like what happens at these outreach weeks. Uh, we've seen uh, probably hundreds if not thousands of people hear the gospel at our school. A lot of students who are not only coming for the food but they're coming to hear what the speakers are talking about. We got to partner with some really cool pastors throughout the week that came in to do rallies at these schools. So they came in and they spoke on the gospel, some of them shared their testimonies. At our at my home church, we're told all the time that high school is the biggest mission field in the world, and I really get to see that with all the hurt and broken students on our campus. And for me, this has helped me because it's helped equip me with the tools that, I, that I'm gonna need. Especially during Outreach Week, you really have to step outside of your comfort zone. It's just really helped me to be more bold and confident in my faith everywhere that I go. I could never imagine like having such a cool like event that like so many students are going to and hearing about God. All of a sudden the pages of scripture become alive to them. Now it's not just a a distant story in the past and that would be nice if it happened today, but they get to see God experience in miraculous ways right in second period at their school. It's amazing.
That's amazing. Yeah. I'd just love to hear your thoughts. Like, what excites you after watching that video? Praise God. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's so true. Yeah, you guys have a mission field of your own. Like you guys are mis- you guys have the, the opportunity to be missionaries on your campus. That's so cool. That's a great point. Um, yeah, so I want to talk a little bit about leading on-campus outreach. Um, and to host on-campus outreaches like that, it takes Christian club leaders leading them. Um, so if that's you, uh, who are all my Christian club leaders in the, in the room? Who's leading a Christian club at their school? We have two. Awesome. Great. Hey, praise the Lord. That's awesome. Um, We believe that you are in a unique position uh, as campus leaders to reach your campus. Um, And so uh, I would love to invite you two specifically to apply for coaching. Um, And so we as a ministry can help you guys um, uh, help students hear the gospel before they graduate. Um, And so we also have amazing resources that we can send to you as well. Um, along with personalized coaching, we have the student leader guide, uh, w- which will direct you throughout the school year. We have your student, a student leader action plan that gives you all the club content for throughout the year. Um, we have 39 online training videos for you. We also have a starter kit with tools uh, and some fun swag that you'll get as well. Um, and uh, we've just written a club meeting series uh, for the entire year that you can basically run with your club and, and share with your club. Um, and we can also get you free Bibles uh, to pass out on your school campuses. Um, and now, for those of you who are not club leaders, you can still do this too. Uh, so what I would love to encourage you guys to do is to go share this vision with the leaders of the club. So if you guys are just club attenders, club, you know, just attending club regularly, go share this with the club leaders. Share the vision with them. Um, if there isn't a club on campus, go start one. Uh, we have a video on our website that can help you to do that. Uh, if you go to a private school, you can still lead outreach on your campus. Um, and so many of your students on your campus still don't know Jesus, and they would love to listen to you. Um, if you're homeschooled, go help your friends in school. Many of you homeschool students also know students that are going to private or public schools, so help them out as well. Um, and like I mentioned earlier, you guys can also host an outreach night yourselves and invite others from local churches to come by. Um, And for those of you who just recently graduated high school, there's still opportunity for you. Where are all my recent grads? Okay, awesome. Hey, congratulations, guys. That's awesome. Uh, We would love, uh, the Lord could still use you to help coach students in your area. And we would love to equip and empower you to be a coach to reach out to these students who want to share the gospel on their campuses. Um, So uh, we did give you guys a a response card in your packet. So if you guys could fill that out at the end of our time and bring that to us later at the end of the session, we'd love to uh, connect with you later. Also feel free to to visit decisionpoint.org slash camp. It's got tons of information on there for you. Um, So now uh, 
as we finish up our session into this, we want to we dive into sharing three practical challenges with all of you to help you share the gospel this year. So we have things like the Pray 5 Challenge, the Give God's Word Challenge, and the Go Witness Challenge. So Bree's going to come up here and tell us a little more about that. Yes, so today we're giving you <coughs> excuse me, these three challenges, and we hope that you will at least take one of these challenges, and you can check off which challenges you want to take. So the first one is the Pray 5 Challenge. Prayer is the most important, powerful tool when we think about sharing our faith. So the Pray 5 Challenge is simply this. It's commit to praying for five people for five minutes each day for five weeks, and you'll be praying for these three things specifically. The first thing is that you would have an open door to share the gospel with one of these people. Second thing is that you would share the gospel with them, that you'd actually do it, not just pray for opportunities, but that you would actually take that step to share the gospel with them clearly and boldly. And third, that they would be ready to receive Christ. And so that is all the Pray 5 challenge is. Um, Colossians 4, 3 and 4, it urges believers to pray steadfastly, to pray for an open door, to pray that they they could clearly share the gospel. And Paul urges believers to pray for boldness in Ephesians 5.18. So we should pray like Paul. He gives us a great example. Prayer moves mountains, it changes our hearts, and it changes the hearts of those that we pray for. It is powerful. And so listen to what this student named Daniel said when he took the Pray 5 challenge and saw God at work. He said, I began praying every day that God would give me opportunities to share my faith and that I would be courageous enough to take those opportunities when they showed up. Soon enough, I was looking all over for these moments, and guess what? I was finding these opportunities everywhere. The coolest thing that happened my senior year was the opportunity that God gave me to share the gospel of Jesus with my best friend. While eating Mongolian barbecue, we began talking about eternity, God, and the gospel. That conversation opened the door for multiple other conversations about the gospel and the questions that he had. That year, my friend gave his life to Jesus, and now years later, we still get together every week and talk, pray, and serve the church together. Was personal witnessing awkward? Sure, sometimes it was. Was it worth it? A million times yes. So what if we began to pray like Daniel for our friends? And so I want to invite you right now to take just a minute and write down five names of people that don't know Jesus, that you want to start praying for every day for opportunities to share the gospel, and that you would actually take that step and that they would receive Christ. So write some names down. This could be people from your math class last year. This could be someone from your soccer team. This could be someone that you sit on the bus next to on the way to school. You don't even know their name, but you see them and you just feel like the Lord is leading them to write their name down. Think of five names. Who has two names written down? Keep going, keep going. Let's get to five. Let's write five names down. Anyone that you know, that you know that doesn't know Jesus. Who has five names written down? Nice. Keep it up, keep it up. All right, well, for sake of time, I'm going to keep going, but keep writing those names down as they come to you. Our second challenge is the Give God's Word Challenge. And, you know, God's Word is 
powerful and transformative. Did you guys know that 50% of students have never heard the verse John 3.16? Is that surprising to you guys? That was surprising to me when I heard that. The most basic verse of the Bible, how is that possible? Sadly, most of your peers have never read the Bible and don't even own one. So the Give God's Word challenge is simply this, to give out God's Word to your peers at school by simply walking around and handing out God's Word. We've seen students pass them out like at a table with food, so students come up and grab one. Um, or you can literally just go out and start passing them out to people and see what conversations open up from that. Um, a girl named Vivian, she gave out 130 life books. That's a little book that you guys got in one week at her school, and she saw God do amazing things through that. And so you guys can pass out Bibles. You can pass out gospel tracts. Like I think you got one inside your life book. You could even pass out life books. And so there's actually a life book um, that's on the screen. Yes. It's basically just the Gospel of Mark and students' annotations as they read through it. And so you guys can actually get these for free. Your youth pastor can order like thousands of them literally for free. And you guys can take this challenge at your school. So when could you do this? Well, October 7th is actually a national day of uh, a national event called Bring Your Bible to School Day. So October 7th is a great day that you could do this. Or you could do it at Christmas time. I've seen students tape candy canes to them, pass them out at school like that. Um, or you could give them out to your Pray 5 list of the five names that you guys just wrote down. So I want to encourage you to write down on your worksheet a date that you want to take the Give God's Word Challenge. All right, our third challenge is the Go Witness Challenge. I love this one. This one's my favorite. So, our, so the Go Witness Challenge is simply this. Beyond just wanting to share the gospel with the five on your list, what if you could share the gospel with more students at your school? So pick a date this fall to go out and proactively start conversations about Jesus with students on your campus even students that you may not know. Um, so you literally just go out maybe at lunchtime or before or after school to do this. You grab your friends and you can do it together. Um, so write down a few people that you would want to invite to do this with you. This may sound super scary, and I know it is at first for most of us. And maybe it feels like it could be really awkward, but it doesn't have to be. It's super cool, and the Lord really, really works through this. So let's root ourselves in truth, and then we'll give you some practical training to actually know how to have and start these conversations. Three things the Bible says about witnessing. So fill this out on your worksheet. We are God's ambassadors, God pleading through us to people to be reconciled to God. That comes from 2 Corinthians 5, 18 through 20. The second thing is that, the, is that God commands us to share, to proclaim the gospel, this isn't just like if you feel like it or if you feel like you have the gift of evangelism. This is a command in scripture that we proclaim the gospel. And Mark 16, 15 tells you more about that. And the third, if we don't do it, who will? Romans 10, 14 through 15 basically says, how are they going to believe if they haven't heard? They have to hear. Our actions aren't good enough, guys. It's not just good enough to love people to Jesus. You have to share. You have to use your words. So, my question for you is, 
when God opens a door to share, will you be ready? When God opens the door for you to share your faith during any of these challenges with your friends and pray five, will you give someone the word of God or as you witness on campus, will you be ready? We want to equip you to clearly share the gospel so you feel confident and ready to share the hope that is in you. So we're going to take the next few minutes to just t- share how to share the gospel with you practically. So Eric's going to come up and do that. Yes. So I know we're getting close on time, so I'll get through these points here. So um, step number one is to, and this is the first three steps are actually where most people get stuck. So uh, pay very close attention. Step number one is prepare for the conversation. Prepare for the conversation. Write this down in your notes. Step two is begin the conversation. Begin the conversation. Step three is to share the gospel. And step four is to invite them to respond. And step five is prepare for follow-up. So I'm going to dive into the first three steps today. I need one volunteer. One volunteer. What, yeah, I was going to say, what was your name again? Luke. Yeah, Luke, I need you to come up here for a second, man. It's awesome. It's going to be cool. Okay. All right. So uh, just to share with you guys. Uh, so step one is what? Prepare for the conversation. So uh, prepare by praying for boldness. Uh, love and truth, and then surrendering those fears, uh, and ask the Holy Spirit to empower you. Um, so, uh, so just so step number two is uh, begin the conversation. So here Luke is. Um, so say if uh, say if I've known Luke for a long time. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go up to Luke. And I'm just going to be like, Hey, brother! Like it's awesome to see you. Uh, you know, I never, I don't think I've ever asked you, but what do you believe about God? Like, what is your, you know, do you, have you ever had a faith background? And then, so how would you? Am I supposed to be me or someone who? You're, you're Luke. Yeah, you're Luke. I do have a faith background. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. Well, yeah, I would love to, you know, yeah, what do you believe about God? Okay, so now pretend like I didn't know him. Like, pretend like I've never seen him or ever talked to him before. Um, so I'm just going to go up to him and just say, Hey, uh, my name is Eric. Um, we're just going around asking people a couple questions on what they believe about God. Um, do you mind if I ask you a couple questions? Sure. Awesome, cool. See, like that just opens up the door to the conversation. Um, and then when they're talking, as you ask another question, you know, so what do you believe about God? Then you just say, um, then you just sit and listen and you learn about where they're at, where God has them at in that current moment. And, um, and, you know, the Holy Spirit is the one that's doing the work, so we're not doing any of that. Um, and then we come back and ask for a permission question. So I'll say, hey, Luke, that's awesome. Or, hey, man, uh, thanks, for, uh, thanks for sharing. Do you mind if I share what I believe? Sure. And then, yeah, and that's typically the response you'll get. You're like, yeah, sure, I, yeah, I'd love to hear um, and then that's where you can, sh- step three, share the gospel with them. And so what we're going to do is we're going to touch on, um, actually, yeah, I think you can go sit down now. We're good. We're good. Yeah. Um, give, her, yeah give them a round of applause. Um, so, uh, so now uh, step four or step three is sharing the gospel. So how do we do that? So it's, it's in simp- um, you can share the gospel powerfully with urgency and joy in four simple points. So we've got God, our condition, Christ in our response. 
Um, so first, God created you to know him personally. He loves you and he wants to be in relationship with you. Second, we are simple and separated from God. Third, thankfully, God didn't leave us in our sin. He made a way. Um, God gave up his son, Jesus, to die on the cross for our sins and pay the debt of our sin, then rose again, defeating the grave. Um, Jesus, Jesus is the only solution for our sin. Uh, and, and the fourth one is, but everyone has a choice. If you individually place your faith in Jesus and believe in him as your Lord and Savior, then you can know God personally and experience his love. Um, so what do you guys think about that? Uh, you know, like, it's pretty simple, right? Pretty simple. Four, four easy steps to share the gospel. Um, and you guys can easily share the gospel in that way too. So uh, I think we have a couple. I think we're running low on time. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, so there's a gospel tract in your little booklet. So if you guys saw the little black booklet, the gospel tract, it has literally those four steps in there where you can guide someone with you through that. So um, as we wrap up our time, uh, just want to challenge you guys uh, to, to complete any of those challenges we talked about today on your school campus. Um, and um, we would also love to invite you guys to become decision point leaders today. So if you guys are interested in that, we'd love to have you guys join us as a decision point leader to reach your schools for the gospel. Um, so if you guys could fill out your response cards now and then uh, turn them in in this empty box over here and also drop off your pens at the door as well. We'd love to connect with you guys at a later time. So thank you guys so much for joining and we will talk to you soon. So. Oh, yes. Hey, and also an incentive. If you guys sign up to be a Decision Point leader today, we have a shirt for you. So. And what does it mean to be a Decision Point leader? That means that you're saying yes to doing more than just the three challenges, that you actually want to lead outreach at your school, like put on an outreach event or lead a club. And we're going to work with you through the whole year to make sure you have everything you need to reach your school. So that's what it means to be a Decision Point leader, that you'll have a coach that's working with you. Ideally, it'll be like your youth pastor or youth leader. Also, we have some cards for the adults in the room. If you're a youth pastor or a youth leader with students here, we'd love for you to fill out this card as well. So feel free to come grab that. And yes, if you sign up to be a Decision Point leader, we do have a shirt for you. So we're so glad you all came, and we hope that you guys learned something from this. I'm sorry it's so jam-packed in 30 minutes. We wish we could like talk with you and have like a Q&A or something. But, but Bree and I will be at the pizza parlor shop like on the patio throughout the day. So feel free yes. to come see us. We'd, We'd love, love to, talk to, to talk to you. If you guys have questions, yeah. if you want to practice role-playing gospel conversations, Let's do it. we'd love to do that with you. So thank awesome. you guys so much cool. for coming. Thanks guys.